This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Alva Pendarvis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers, bringing you the old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the old Trailblazer broadcast. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We want to continue our study in the first epistle of Peter, and uh, now we come to chapter 3. You who have your Bibles... <clears throat> Would you get your Bible down and uh, and open it there to First Peter? Good. Now let's read together. In the same manner, yes, we're reading in uh, verse one. In the same manner, ye wives be subject, sub, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the behavior of their wives. Here we find <clears throat> now. Some words for our instructions, especially for uh, you wives to be in subjection to your own husband. Our, the Bible is full, my friend, of instructions for our hearts. Not just for the wives, but for the children, for the men, for the preachers, for the deacons, for the elders, for the run-of-the-mill Christian, as we want to, if you want to call them that. <clears throat> but we find some words here, especially to the wives this morning, to be in subject in subjection to your own husband. There's no room for doubt in God's word where the place of the woman is in the home. No, there's no room for doubt. Not only that, but there's no room for doubt where the place of the woman is in the church. We're going to get to that one morning. We're going to take a, 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 a whole lesson one morning and go into this uh, uh, damnable doctrine of women preachers. My friend, there never was a woman called to preach since the beginning of time. I, I'll stake my eternal destiny on it. we got these women running around now calling themselves reverends, uh, preaching and teaching and baptizing and prophesying and all of this, all of this uh, Tommy Rot. But my friend, they need to get their, their thinking straight. God never called a woman to preach the gospel. Now, we'll just leave that there for this morning. <clears throat> but there's no doubt, no room for doubt in God's word where the place of the woman is in the home. Over and over again, we find in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 22, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Now, if you have, <clears throat> if you've heard those broad these broadcasts uh, for uh, very long and other messages that we brought and our late pastor brought, then you know that we preach and teach the whole counsel of God here at Radio Missions. We don't, we don't go to seed on any one doctrine. We preach the whole counsel of God, my friend. And in, do, in doing so, we preach that man is the head of the home according to God's word. It's not my word, but it's God's word. And, and uh, we don't go off on a tangent attempting to make the wife a slave to the husband. No, no, you just need to listen. For the Bible also tells a man to uh, love his wife even as the church, as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Yes, my, yes. When man, when the man is saved and takes his place as the head of the home and loves his wife, as unto the Lord, it's not hard. It's not difficult for the woman to subject herself to her husband. No. But Peter here is talking specifically to the wives here. He is saying you may not be able to uh, 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 
uh, you know, just witness to your husband. You may not be able to say a word to your husband, but he may, and he may be bitterly opposed to the gospel. And there is not one thing that you can do. No, if your husband, my, my dear wives, if your husband is opposed to the preaching of the gospel, there's not one thing you can do. No, they isn't, but to leave him alone. But you can be in subjection to him. You can always obey him as long as he doesn't want you to follow him off into sin. That's where you draw the line, my friend. You don't go to the cabarets or honky-tonk or the uh, striptease shows with your husband. No, but you can love him, be a wife to him, and let him uh, observe your quiet and peaceful peaceable life walking in God's will quietly going about your your business preparing the home so when he comes home in the evening it's a peaceful and quiet place have his supper ready have the children uh, in the house and all cleaned up and his clothes clean and those things the, all of those things make an impression upon any man my friend now, I can give you uh, personal testimony there that's exactly right yeah he can't help but seeing, he can't help but see uh, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ <clears throat> in you. This is what Peter is telling you wives. I, I, it's, it's not hard to see. I see some homes where the woman <clears throat> or the wife stays in the road all day, running, uh, spending, having a high heel time. And when, Mo, when Paul comes home, uh, there's no supper cooked. The children are out down the street somewhere in a, uh, a vacant lot playing ball, nasty and dirty. And then there comes that uh, 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 fussing and fighting, and the kids hear all the cussing and the things going on. They don't know whether to run or hide. No. Is this the way your home is? I can't live like that, my friend. No, I have to tell you, I don't live like that. Uh, my home is not like that. No, no. Once it might have been. Once there was confusion there, but no more. I just can't live like that. I must have peace and quiet uh, in the evenings uh uh, after a hard day's work or a trying day or a lot of tension and a lot of pressures here in the ministry, when I go home, I want to be quiet. Yes, that's right, my friend. And uh, being thrown in the world and just tired and you want to just get away from the world. But Peter is saying more here. You wives, many of, you, many of your mates are, uh, may not be saved. He says they may be won by your behavior, by your walk and your talk. Yes, uh, just like Christ. Those in the home, uh, those things, being like Christ in the home, the spirit of Christ there, it does more good than my preaching will ever do or any preacher can ever do. Your husband may, ne may never say one word to you, my dear lady, but he's watching you. And if you are quick to fly off the handle and blurt out some silly words and uh, uh uh, jaw back at him as it were then he puts all of that uh, <clears throat> back in the back of his head also some of some of some of wives are and husbands alike need to ask the Lord for much grace my friend many of our wives and many of our husbands need to ask the Lord for grace to walk before our mates and our children <clears throat> then he goes on in verse 3 and tells us how godly women should dress who's adorning let it be <clears throat> Let it uh, not be the outward adorning of braided hair or plaited hair and of wearing of gold or of a putting on apparel. Here Peter is speaking to godly women, Christian women. 
Yes, the glory and beauty of Christ is not in gold and silver ornaments, all that flashy jewelry that we see on women these days. I believe with all of these things, uh, my friend, wrecks the beauty of women. They do. Not only that, but uh, in those days, the prostitutes in the streets wore the, uh, dressed in that gaudy, uh, highly colorful dress and uh, uh, all those clothes, just as they do today. And this doesn't magnify our Lord. No. No, my friend. No. Uh, let's turn to First Timothy 2 and 9. In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with, with godly fear and uh, sobriety, and not, not with braided hair or plaited hair or gold or pearls or costly array. Now, I know that some women will say uh, that I've gone to meddling and quit preaching. I, I know that, but this is God's word. Did you notice the word modesty? Modesty. Now, my friend, that's that's what we need to practice, modesty. You know, it's not hard to tell when you're being modest. It, it's not. That's the key to your dressing, ladies. That's the key with all modesty. I don't believe that any preacher or any minister ought to have to tell you what, what uh, to wear and how to dress. I don't believe that. I don't do that. I don't tell our folks here. The Lord tells them how to. But God's Word tells you that in modesty. Our young people are so influenced now by the television and all the clothes designers that uh, true Christian women who desire to dress modestly can't hardly find clothes to, decent to wear now, can they, in the shops. Many have to make their own clothes. But underneath it all, all the dress, there is, I believe, in a saved woman, there will be that hidden spirit of God. That's the best covering there is, my friend, a meek and a quiet spirit in the sight of God. No, I'm not talking about some old long neck uh, trying to tell everyone how to dress. I, I'm not talking about that. Don't we have enough to do of our own without telling other folks how to ruin their, how to run their lives? I believe we need much study here. I believe that you wives and mothers especially ought to teach your girls how to dress according to God's word. I do. I think when they get up and put on uh, something that's not quite right, I think you ought to call them off on the side and say, Honey, I believe you ought to do this or you ought to do that. They respect you, my friend, if you don't try to shove something down their throat. I get so tired of seeing these girls and women, old women, and uh, wearing these short shorts, tight and short. No, my friend, they may be unaware of it, but it's only rebellion against God to get back naked like Adam and Eve were there in the garden. They want, That's what they want to do. It's just a rebellion against God. But uh, uh, no, the Lord tells us how to walk and how to talk and how to conduct ourselves. And if you're God's child this morning, I believe you want to please the Lord in all things. So don't be, uh, don't let the world and all its uh uh, fashion control your dress no let God's word so speak to you that you will walk in his will my friend now that's what you need to do I know one thing before the Lord ever saves a sinner he puts clothes on their body he does now I, I'll stake my destiny on that before the Lord ever saves you women and you men too you do I don't care if it's a man or a woman uh, uh, women would you take your Bible this week 
and uh, and 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 read and and, and the, cl- the story of Abraham and Sarah there. How that she obeyed him in all things. No, I don't teach or preach that a woman should be a slave to her husband. But you are told, we are told to obey, and before you get saved, you will obey your husband. Now, I just want to tell you that, lady, this morning. Many of our problems we face today in this world, the religious world, is when women whose husband uh, is dead are no longer live together, and then they become a widow, and now they assume, she assumes, that she is the head of her house, she is the head of her own self, and she rules the roost, and everything must go her way, or there's hell to pay. Let me ask you, you, my friend, uh, have you ever taken the book of Proverbs and read it? Old Solomon was the wisest man in the world. I think it'd do your heart good to read the book of Proverbs over carefully. Uh, just a page or two a day, if we will. Yes, do you know what he said in, in Proverbs 21, 9? Listen, it's better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than to live with a brawling woman in a wide house. Now, my friend, I believe that's true. Oh, Solomon, wise as he was, knew what an unruly woman would cause. But listen, my dear woman, listen, if you're saved, love your husband. If you want to be saved, love your husband. God's Word tells you to do so. You can do no less, my friend. And oh, what a revolution it'll make in your home if you just love your husband. If you just uh, uh, sometimes just sit down in his lap there while he's resting and love him around the neck and give him a big kiss and say, darling, I love you. Maybe, he, maybe he, may, he may faint. He may faint if some of you women would do that. You uh, strutted around so long and think you own everything and you're the boss of everything. But if you just love your husband, just think what it would do to your home. Your children see you sitting in your husband's lap occasionally loving him, hugging his neck. Oh, my friend, we need to get back. We need to get back. Us, those of us who know the Lord, we better begin to pray for our home lives. This is the old trailblazer broadcast this morning, my friend. We kind of run out of time now. Our time gets by so fast. We get started in preaching God's Word and teaching, and uh, we just run out of time. And then remember the old trailblazer's address, the old trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye, and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to attend Fellowship Weekend, October 27th through 29th at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Join listeners from near and far for this time of old-time preaching, dinner and lunch on the grounds, and fellowship. For information and local lodging options, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. We look forward to seeing you soon. 